Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless. survived COVID everybody a lot of y'all don't know that but it went through our whole family and I was so sick y'all were praying for me and we just thought I was dealing with blood clots and the different things and then dad started getting sick and so they was like well we better get tested my smell went to supersonic smell and I could smell everything they had to clean the 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 trash bags out of the house that had scent because I could smell it all over the house, and they were making me sick. And then a couple days later, I lost all taste and smell. Well, with chemo, my taste had already been messed up. Anyway, I was like, well, let's just get tested, make sure so we know what we're dealing with, so we protect everybody else. So they tested me, and they tested me positive. And I got to be honest, that, that they called me at like 1130 at night to tell me. And uh, 
It, I got scared. That fear that's coming with this from the devil gripped my heart. And uh, it worried me. And the next morning, I, I went to bed and I prayed. I was like, Lord, you just, you got to take care of me. I was on the tail end of it. Um, we, I brought it home from, from Wake Forest is what we figured. One of those ER visits with my blood clots. And uh, uh, the next morning, I woke up and I said, Lord, you've brought me through impossible situations already this year. There is not one reason for me to be scared. I've already placed my trust and my life in you, and I know you're going to take care of me. And, you know, that's how you got to be. It's so hard to get to that point sometimes to, to get and place your trust in the Lord. But uh, it's such a peaceful place once you get there. And I'm just so thankful that, that he's come to me and he's helped me and he's, he's protecting my family. And uh, I've got to be honest with you, it's a little bit of relief just to have it over with. To be on the other side of it and to know that, that you're going to be all right. I don't know how some of you other ones feel, but uh, I just want to thank the Lord for taking care of us and for sparing us. And I've been praying, and I, Brother Philip knows this, my family knows this. You know, I've prayed for months and months for the Lord to protect us from the plague and for us to not lose anybody, for him to give us health. And I know that he's able, but we just got to trust in him. But I know one thing, we're on this last mile going home. Let's take as many people to heaven with us as we can. I love y'all so much. April has a desire to be in church, Brother Philip. Today, today she got so sick. For most of the day, she was so sick, she didn't know. She, she just was just laying there, and she said, I am so sick. And so she said, Mom, let's just pray. She took off praying, and she prayed. She prayed for everybody that she could think of that was sick. And she begged the Lord to help her. And she's here. She got relief. She's here. And we thank the Lord for that. Do our best to do that very thing. Amen. Well, I sure appreciate his blessings. And uh, Brother Bill Keene had that surgery on his back and came through really well. So very thankful for that. Man, it's been one trying week. I'm telling you, every way you turn around, amen, somebody in trouble. If you will, turn with us to Isaiah 41. Isaiah 41, verse 1. The Bible said, are you there? Verse 1. Keep silence before me, O islands, and let the people renew their strength. I like that, don't you? Let the people renew their strength. Let them come near. Let them speak. Let us come near together to judgment. Who raised up the righteous man from the east, and I'm not going to read all of it, and made him rule over kings. What this is talking about, God raised up Cyrus to overthrow the idolatry. And the last part of verse 4 I, the Lord, the first and with the last, I am he. The isles saw it and feared. The ends of the earth were afraid. They drew near and came. They helped everyone his neighbor 
And everyone said to his brother, Be of good courage. So the carpenter encouraged the goldsmith, and he that smoothed with the hammer him that smote the anvil, saying, It is ready for the soldering. And he was fastened, for he, and he fastened it with nails, that it should not be moved. Verse 8. But thou, Israel, art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called thee from, uh, from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant. I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? And verse 10, the Bible said, Fear not, fear not, fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. You know, uh, I heard on radio the other day that uh, in all of the Bible programs, uh, Isaiah 41 and 10 is the most uh, uh, searched out and read scripture in all of the Bible in 2020. Amen. Can we read that together again? Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Verse 11. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing. And they that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them, and shalt not find them, even them that contended with thee. They that war against thee shall be as nothing, and as a thing of naught. Verse 13. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Verse 14. Fear not, thou worm Jacob, and ye men of Israel, I will help thee, saith the Lord and thy Redeemer. The Holy One of Israel. Verse 15. I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth, and thou shalt thresh the mountains, and beat them small, and thou shalt make the hills as chaff. Thou shalt fan them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them, and they shall rejoice in the Lord, and shout glory in the Holy One of Israel. When the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst. I, the Lord, will hear. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers in high places, and fountains in the valleys, in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water, and the dry land springs of water. Hallelujah. That's wonderful reading, isn't it? That's worth hearing, isn't it? You know, I want you to understand Jehovah God that we serve, He is an infinite, eternal, and unchangeable God. And as God closed out the Old Testament, He reminded us in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, He said, I am the Lord. I change not. Amen. I got to looking, I, I was noticing my hands. 
and how my hands have changed in the last few years. I got to look into my pictures, uh, you know, when I was in school and, and, uh, and those pictures when we were first married. Uh, and then uh, I noticed uh, we had our 50th class reunion last year, and, uh, and you, we had to have those uh, uh, deals hanging around our neck with our, our senior picture on there because nobody would recognize one another. After 50 years, you look so different. Amen. It's really the truth. And, uh, and so, uh, hey, and I, I asked somebody, who is that? Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and who's that? You remember that big old guy that had all that hair? He doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> you remember that beautiful girl that was slim and tall? She's not that way anymore. She looks totally different. Amen. But God said, I am the Lord. I change not. And not only did he, he doesn't change physically, he doesn't change mentally or spiritually or any way. Amen. I hope I can help you. Jehovah God, I want us to understand, has governed the world from the beginning. He created it, and, and He will unto the end. We feel like everything, I, I, this is the, be the craziest time on the news of anything I've ever heard in all of my life. And uh, the, the worst things going on, in, in our government and, and, and uh, you know, and, and boy, these people are emboldened by uh, Mr. Biden maybe coming to office, maybe not. Until God says so, it'll not happen. But the, uh, I, I showed Carolyn this headline this morning. I said, the LGTBQXYZ, they got so many letters now, they're adding to that, that, uh, that they... They're wanting uh, uh, Biden to outlaw uh, Christian colleges and schools. And, uh, you know, so it tires you up. I mean, it's it just every, everybody that you talk to are so unnerved. But I want you to understand, we the believers must depend upon God as the all-sufficient for us in the worst of times. Amen. Hallelujah. God will not have his people to be timid, fearful, or afraid, Sister April. Hallelujah. That's not the will of God. Fear has torment. His grace can silence all our fears, even when there is the greatest cause for fear. Amen. My goodness, when you got somebody with the 357 with the hammer pulled back and saying, I'm going to shoot you, that's cause for fear, isn't it? But, oh, God said, I'll take care of you. Thanks be to God. I'll take care of you. Amen. And the Bible said, you know, I want to come back to that. The scripture I used the other night, Genesis 17, 1. When Abram was 90 years old and nine. Oh, brother and sister, when I'm old and gray-headed, the Lord will not forsake me, but he will take me up. Hallelujah. Abraham was 99 years old. And the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Thank you, Lord God. 1 John 4 and 14. 
The Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Can you say amen to that? The Father, the Eternal Father, sent the Son, Jesus Christ, to be the Savior of the the world. Verse 15, Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in him, and he in God. Now get that. Amen. If you confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God comes and dwells inside of you. You're no longer the same. You're a new creature because God dwells in him and you get to dwell in God. Verse 16, we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Again, if you dwell in God, God dwells in you, and you dwell in God. Verse 18, Sister April, here's your, the answer to your, your fear there that the Lord has helped you. There is no fear in love, for, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. I want you to know tonight we can rest in his infinite, eternal, unchangeable love. Oh, I know maybe Sister Caitlin and Sister Naomi and some of the others are listening to us tonight. I want you to understand this. There is no fear in love. If you love God and He loves you and He's in you and you are in Him, perfect love casts out fear. And because fear has torment, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love Him because He first loved us. And so we can rest assured in the infinite, eternal, unchangeable love that God has for us. Can you say amen? I'm starting to feel better now. Oh, yes. These are wonderful things that I'm trying to share with you. Jehovah God revealed himself to his own people in, the, in the, uh, Isaiah uh, chapter 40. Isaiah 40 and 1. If you back up and look at that, the Bible starts out in verse 1. Comfort ye. Comfort ye, my people, saith your God. Speak comfortably to Jerusalem. Amen. And I want you to, what I want you to do instead of, when you read that, speak comfortably to, instead of Jerusalem, insert your name there. Speak comfortably to Brother Jimmy. Speak comfortably to Sister Janet and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished and that her iniquity is pardoned. Oh, the devil would like to torment you and trouble you and make you think there's no hope and no help for you. But I want you to know your comfort, your hope, and your help is in Jesus Christ. And he wants to speak comfort to you that are heavy laden. I'm speaking to you that are listening by Facebook Live. I want you to know that God wants to comfort you. He wants you to be strengthened. Amen. Your warfare is accomplished. Your iniquity is pardoned. God is your help. God is your strength. The glory of the Lord, verse 5, shall be revealed. All flesh shall see it, and the Lord has spoken it. The word of our God shall stand forever. I'm so glad that he speaks comfort, and he speaks healing, and he speaks trust and truth to us. Oh, Zion. That brings good tidings, O Jerusalem. That brings good tidings. Lift up thy voice with strength lifted up. Be not afraid. Say unto the believers, 
Behold your God. What you need to do instead of looking down at your trouble and sorrow, look up. Look at your God. Amen. If you look at this world, amen, you'll, you'll see nothing but trouble. I'll never forget what Bill, uh, uh, Brother Bill uh, and I were working over here on this house several years ago. Amen. And I was, it was so hot, and I leaned up against that cutting board. We were uh, three or four scaffolds high. I had all this landscaping block and brick and, and uh, even uh, uh, railroad tiles laying there. And I remember leaning up against that board. I was, it was trying to get my head in a little bit out of, the, out of the sun. And that board broke with me. And I didn't even realize it broke with me. And here I am. And I, you can think it, uh, you know, that you're, you're, you're head over heels going down head first. And I remember thinking so clearly, Brother James, why are those trees upside down? I remember thinking that. Why are the trees upside down? Why are those clouds like that? I remember thinking that. You wouldn't imagine. I didn't know what was happening to me. I didn't realize that board had broken. I didn't realize I was falling. But I was upside down, going down. And remember thinking, why are the trees upside down, Sister Janet? Amen. My Lord. Amen. I want you to know. Amen. When everything's turned upside down for you. When you're falling head over heels and you have no control and you're going to fall into those rocks and those timbers, amen, and those brick and those block. I had 22 inches that I could, I, I measured it. I had 22 inches to fall into without killing me. And guess what? My shoulders hit when that 22 inches. Yes, I broke some ribs. Yes, I suffered from it, but I was not killed and destroyed. I'm going to tell you what. Oh, God. Amen. Amen. When we look at this, amen, your warfare is accomplished. Your iniquity is pardoned. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. Amen. The Lord has spoken in old Zion that brings good tidings. Old Jerusalem that brings good tidings. Lift up thy voice. and Lift up with thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. And say unto the believers, Behold. Your God, look at God. Everything is turned upside down, but we need to look to God. Behold, your God. Verse 10 Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd, he shall gather the lambs with his arm. Hallelujah, and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead them. Thank you, Lord. Oh, the devil's a bad devil, but the Lord is a good shepherd. Hallelujah. He measured. The Bible said there, he measured the waters in the hollow of his hand. Can you imagine? Can you imagine putting a, a what could not you hold in the average person the palm of his hand? A good tablespoon of water maybe. And God measured the, the waters of the earth in the hollow of his hand. Amen. That's a mighty big God, isn't it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It makes me think of Roy Smith. Amen. And he, he asked Brother Micah many, many years ago, what do you think about that beast over in the book of Revelations? And he said, I don't know 
what do you think about it, Brother Roy? He said, well, if that thing's got seven heads and ten horns, what big feet that thing must have. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do you ever think about that? And Brother Mike said, well, I declare, I've never thought about it like that. Amen. That, that's, a, that's a good thought, man. If you've got seven heads and ten horns, you sure got to have a foundation to hold you up. But our God is so big that he measured the waters of the earth. And look at that. He measured the water in the hollow of his hand. Amen. He measured the heaven with the span. The span of it between his little finger and his thumb. He measured the heaven. Why well, it's supposed to be billions and trillions of miles, isn't it? But he measured the heaven with his span. Oh, he knows how much dust is in the earth. He knows how much it weighs. He weighed the mountains. He weighed the hills. He can tell you to the ounce how much the hill there behind my house weighs. The nations are dropping the bucket. Amen. The nations are as nothing before him. Drop down to verse 25. To whom then will you liken me? Or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? By the greatness of his might, he is strong in power. Not one faileth. Oh, my goodness. And when you look at it all over, you may fall. You may fall head first like I did. But I want you to know, amen, God said not one faileth. Why do you say, verse 27, amen, my goodness, my way is hid from the Lord and my judgment is passed over from my God. You know what? What you're doing there in the valley of your trouble and your struggles, amen, you think uh, that God doesn't see you and God's not aware of you. But I want you to know, in the valley of your trouble and struggles, He's on top of the mountain. He's seeing your struggle. He sees it all. And He will take care of you. Listen. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? That the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. There you cannot. And the Bible said in verse 29, he giveth power to the faint. Is there anybody been faint lately? Amen. Have you been faint? Oh, man, I've been having a time just being dizzy and to be able to stand up the last few days. Oh, Lord. Oh, he gives power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. But they, listen to Isaiah 40 and verse 31. The last statement. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Have you ever seen? Amen. If you got to wait on the Lord, you got to wait on Him. And when you wait on Him, He will renew your strength. Amen. You're going to get to mount up with wings as eagles. You're going to have strength. Amen. Beyond yourself. You're going to be like Sister Lisa was a few weeks ago. Amen. She couldn't run. She could just barely walk. Amen. The Holy Ghost got on her and she was running like a champion. I mean running and running and running and couldn't quit running. Amen. 
Amen. What happens there? You wait upon the Lord, and the Lord will renew your strength, and you get to mount up with wings as eagles. Amen. They shall run, and you wasn't weary. Hallelujah. There's a change took place, Sister Lisa, as the Lord proved himself to let you run and do things that you could not do in yourself. He let you know, amen, that he gave you the strength of an eagle. You can run and not be weary, and you can walk and not faint. And it's amazing the work that she's been able to do since the Spirit of the Lord come on her like that. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? Amen. I'm preaching tonight on let the people renew their strength. Let the people renew their strength. It's a decree from heaven. Let the people renew their strength. Oh, praise God. Jehovah now turns in chapter 41 to the heathen and challenge the heathen gods. In the 41st chapter of Isaiah, it's set in the form of a trial at law. Amen. The bailiff calls the court to order. Listen. Amen. Listen to verse 1. Keep silence before me. Amen. Let them come near. Then let them speak. Let us come near together to judgment. So what this is saying, God said there's a trial getting ready to take place. Amen. The court of heaven is meeting. Amen. The bailiff calls the court to order. And as God pleads his cause with all nations, he requires silence so that all may hear the right. Amen. You, 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 uh, you ever gone to court and... and uh, Sit there and put your feet up on the back of the seat and blow, blow uh, bubbles and bubble gum and, and, uh, and just talk and carry on. And get out your phone and play you some music. Amen. You, you think you're going to stay there in court that, like that? Huh? No, if you've ever been to court. Amen. Uh, they've got somebody that will come around and say, if you don't stop that, we're going we're gonna to take you back here and, and put you behind these little little metal rods that stick up. Amen. We're going to put you in a jail cell. Amen. Oh, man, I'm telling you what. Have you been, have, you, have y'all all been to court? You've seen how they do. I mean to tell you what. Ooh, sir, this is my courtroom, and you will show respect to this court. You will show respect to this court. Or I will have a deputy to remove you. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You sure will. I'm telling you what. We need to understand that this is a trial at law. And God speaks. And he requires silence that all may hear what he's got to say. The case is being presented. Jehovah's going to the law with the idols and men of idolatry. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. His summons to the trial is given in verse 1, and the ground of the trial is advanced in verses 2 through 7, and God makes his opening statement about his client in verse 8. You know you are his client, don't you? The accuser of the brethren comes to you and tries to torment you and trouble you, but I want you to know you've got the best lawyer there is in the whole world. No more than that. You've got the best lawyer in the entire universe. Amen. Jesus Christ, the advocate with the Father. And so there in verse 8, he begins to make his opening statement. 
And he said, Israel is my servant. I have chosen Jacob, the seed of Abraham, my friend. Amen. I'm going to tell you, Sister Patsy, can you hear, if you could just pull back the curtains of heaven and hear what goes on. And, and the Lord says, Patsy is my servant. Amen. Hallelujah. I have chosen Patsy. Amen. She is the seed of Abraham, my friend. Amen. I want to tell you something. He makes it clear to the whole world that number one, you are his servant. Number two, you are his chosen. And number three, you are his friend. Man, I'm telling you what, when you got the, the lawyer of lawyers, the greatest lawyer in all the universe, and he says, you're my servant, he has chosen, I've chosen him, and he is my friend. Verse 9 tells the court, Israel is my servant, I have chosen him. And I have not cast him away. There's somebody listening to me, maybe tonight. Amen. I want you to feel like God's cast you away. There's no help for you. Everything's turned upside down. I want you to understand one thing. God said, this person, whatever your name is, Susie, Mary, Jane, Tom. Amen. Whatever your name is, I want you to know God said, He is my servant. I have chosen him and I have not cast him away. The devil has done all he can against you, but I want you to know God said, I have not cast him away. Amen. Oh, and then verse 10. God ends the controversy and silence and disarms the heathen and all the devils and he comforts his people. Amen. And God's argument is summed up and heaven's verdict is given for his people's help. Amen. The key words, amen, in heaven's verdict are fear not. Are you hearing me? The key word is fear not. Can you say that with me? Fear not. Don't be afraid. That is Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.13. Isaiah 41.14. The Bible said in verse 10. Fear thou not. For I am with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea I will help thee. Yea I will uphold thee. With the right hand of my righteousness. Verse 13. For I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand. Saying unto thee. Fear not. I will help thee. Oh my. When you're in a dangerous place. Would you like to have somebody strong. To hold your right hand. Man, you've got to go down a steep, dangerous place. You can't make it on your own. And if you fall, you're doomed and destroyed. You'll not stop falling and rolling till you reach all the way to the river and drown. But he said, Hallelujah. I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee, fear not. I will help you. The Lord says, don't you be afraid. God's going to help you. He is helping you more than you even realize right now. Verse 14. Fear not, thou worm Jacob, and ye men of Israel. I will help thee, saith the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I want you to understand, God's people are His friends. Amen. 
We are Abraham's seed. I preached to you the other night about being the seed of Abraham. The highest title ever given to mortals, amen, is to be called a friend of God like Abraham. Glory to God. All oh, God's divine grace made Abraham like to God and admits us to communion with heaven and communion with God the Father. The Bible said in Second Chronicles 20 and 7, Art not thou our God? Who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel and gavest it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? I want you to know, God said, oh, thank you, Jesus. You have given us promise. You gave the eternal promise to Abraham. Amen. It's to us. It's an eternal promise. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. And he has given us the land. He's given us this he's given it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever my goodness my goodness I want you to understand and get this God is our friend you ought to be shouting God is our friend amen this is the trial you know we go through this and when we come through this God said, stop everything. Quieten everything down. Stop all. You're going to listen to what God's got to say right now. Yes, what have you got to say? He said, Abraham was my friend. Amen. And I am their God. And they are not to fear. I will help them. Hallelujah. I am their God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. He is our God. Amen. And you've given it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever. Thank you, Lord. Amen. The devil says, you're, you're, you're penniless. Amen. You're headed downward. You'll never recover. You can never come out of this. Oh, no. Until God says it's over, it's not over. Until it's done and God speaks. Hallelujah. And so there's the trial. And God said, this is my client. Israel is my servant. I have chosen Jacob, and he is the seed of Abraham, my friend. He is my servant. He is chosen, and he's my friend. Oh, glory. What a privilege it is to have him as our friend. The Bible said in James chapter 2, verse 21, Abraham, our father, was justified by works. Now, there's a lot of people, you know, and I want to tell you something. I don't believe we are saved by works at all. You hear me? I believe the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses from our sin. But I want you to understand this. The Bible in James, the book of James, chapter 2, verse 21 plainly says, Abraham our father was justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar. You say, I don't believe that God can justify him. Well, well we've got to wait to see if you offer your son on the altar. 
if you're willing to offer your son on the altar, then we can, we can judge Abraham. But God said Abraham was justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar. And the scripture, the Bible said in verse 23, the scripture was fulfilled which saith, Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God. Hallelujah. I want to tell you something. We've got to come to the point that we will love God supremely. Well, can I get a louder amen? We've got to come to the point that we will love God supremely. Amen. Though Job come to that, and you, if you make it to heaven, you'll come to that same place. Job come to the point and said, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Though I die, if I die in a car wreck, I'm dying under the Lord, and I've gone on to heaven. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And there we get it. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that Abraham believed God and was imputed to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. It's not by works. We're not saved by works. We're saved by the precious blood. But I'm telling you something. God wants you to show some initiative. Are you hearing me? That's what he was asking for, James. He said, you take your son. Your only son, and get up in the mountain and offer him there as a sacrifice. And I, you know, man, I'm telling you what. Now, Lord, we need to talk about this. Let me fast and pray about this a few days. Uh, now, Lord, Lord, I, 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 I don't know about this now, 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 now. Amen. But you know what he did? Uh, let me sleep on it till about noon the next day. No. You know what he did? He got up early the next morning, did he not? He got up early and he got everything together and he was out of there. I believe he got up before daylight and he was out of there and he was headed to the Mount Moriah where the Lord would prove himself. But he was willing to offer his son knowing that the Lord God had called him was able to raise him from the dead. And you and I have to be willing to give him everything. And we've got to be willing to give him the most precious thing. And if we give him the most precious thing, amen, listen, amen. The scripture was fulfilled which says Abraham believed God. Amen. What is it? He, he, he went up there and he offered his son and he was getting ready and God said hold on there just a minute and there was a ram in the thicket and he offered that ram God spared his son at the last moment but Abraham proved to God amen he had the initiative he was willing to and obedient unto death you hearing me he was willing and obedient unto death the same as Jesus Christ was willing and obedient unto death he was going to offer his son oh God and here we go amen God wants to see some initiative and a willingness to suffer and to do what is right. Everybody followed Jesus when he was feeding them with fish and bread. Oh, man, we want to follow Jesus. Hallelujah. We're going to follow Jesus. But when you're falling head over heels... And you're in trouble when you are sick and everything's going wrong. It's a little bit different. And that's why in 666, 
When the scripture said many of them turned back and no longer followed Jesus. When the going gets tough and the going gets hard and the way is rough, many people turn back. They're not willing to suffer. But Abraham was obedient unto death and by his works he was justified in that he was willing to offer Isaac to God. Are you willing to give it all to him? It's what he wants to know tonight. Amen. The Bible said in Galatians 3 and 14, The blessing of Abraham came on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We can shout. We can shout that the blessings of Abraham has come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. Happy are the Lord's servants whom he has called to be his friends, to walk with him in faith and holy obedience. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Listen to me. The blessing of Abraham has come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. And we, Abraham, was the friend of God. And you are the descendants of Abraham through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You have the two greatest advocates the world ever had. Abraham and Jesus Christ. Amen. No, I'm not bringing Abraham up equal with Jesus Christ. No way in the world. But I want you to understand. Because Abraham was obedient and willing. There the Lord's brought him to great prominence. Hallelujah. Amen. There you and I can walk in faith and holy obedience. You are the favored seed of Abraham. You are the seed of Jesus Christ. Amen. And it's not for you to yield yourselves to fear. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid. I, I felt all day long that I was preaching to somebody that is so troubled and so tormented and so afraid. He is so afraid. Hallelujah. My God, what you don't need you don't need to yield to that fear. You don't need to fear, yield to that. Christ our Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Amen. The trial may be hard, but the victory shall be sure. Hallelujah. Stand with me, please. Stand with me, please. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know what your trouble is. Amen. But you don't have to yield to fear. And he said, when he spoke there, this is the trial of heaven. Amen. This is God speaking now. And he said, fear thou not. Amen. I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Don't be dismayed. I will help thee. I will uphold you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand. Saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, thou worm, Jacob, I will help thee. I am the Lord, I am your Redeemer. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's bow our heads for prayer, please. Our Heavenly Father, oh God, Lord, we live in an evil, troubled world. Oh God, when everything is turned upside down and it looks like there's no hope and no help for us, I know that Jesus Christ will step on the scene and say, That is enough. That is enough, devil. 
Amen. You're not going to trouble and torment my children anymore. Hallelujah. You're not going to do that to them anymore. It's over with. You hear me? It's over with. You're not going to do them like that anymore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will deliver you. God will deliver you. Come on, let's seek the face of the Lord around these altars tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God. He's all that I am. 
Oh, man.